Hello and welcome to Not Your Average Girl Talk podcast. I am your host, Miss Alika, and along with me, I have my wonderful co-host, Coach B. And we are here to talk about the triumphs and struggles of your not-so-average girl. This episode topic was brought to us by one of our listeners, and it is a topic that I feel like myself and Coach B can really tackle from both ends of the spectrum. We are going to talk about confidence when it comes to your weight and your body image. So let's go ahead and jump right into this thing. And I know that I can speak from my experience being 95 pounds my senior year of high school that I was always picked on for being little because I came in a time where everybody wanted the curvaceous and the thick girls and I just wasn't it. Like at no point in my life have I ever been anywhere close to thick. First of all, let's scale back. 95 pounds? Graduated at 95 pounds. I don't even recall ever being 95 pounds. That was probably like a middle school weight for me. But on the other end of the spectrum... I definitely understand talking about weight and self-image. Like I said in a previous episode, graduated high school, I was like a size 14, 16, small, medium shirt. So I had the hips and the thighs and the ass, and I had the smaller frame, and I came to realize, like, some guys, especially where we from, didn't appreciate it. Oh, but baby, I went over that bridge. <laughs> mm-hmm. And them boys over there loved it. <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh, I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> like, these boys over here, they ain't really talking about nothing. But my dudes over here. This is where I need to be. I need to be over here. That's when I found out I was thick and not fat. And I love Because it's a difference. It, it's a difference. And I was like, ah, this is where I need to be. So, I mean, I laugh about it now, but going through it, it was, it was nothing funny. It was nothing to laugh about. Now I can look back and laugh, but I've had some hurtful times when it has come to my weight. Trust me. Oh yeah, most deaf. I um like you saying you got one set of boys that wasn't really feeling it, but boys over here that was, it wasn't nobody checking for <laughs> too big. Nowhere. Nobody. It just wasn't it. And me and I had like the round glasses. Mama was still picking my clothes. Like it just wasn't nothing. And I would look at skinny girls and be like, why are they so, like, why do people like them more than me? Like, I don't get it. We we the same size. You ain't got no boobs. I ain't got no boobs. You ain't got no butt. I ain't got no butt. But it's still people, like, trying to talk to you. Like, I don't get it. And I just could never figure out that it was the confidence that they had or even pretended to have if they didn't have it. That is what attracted people to them, whether it was boys or, like, people in general. I didn't. I was in college before I realized, like, you know what? I don't like the way I look in this. I don't even really like the way it looks. 
But when I step outside this door, <laughs> ain't nobody going to think I don't like the way I look. Because I'm going to have my head held high and I'm going to be stepping. So guess what? <laughs> like, you going to think I'm confident because... I don't have no choice but to show you I'm confident because I'm tired of feeling down on myself. I'm tired of feeling bad about my weight. So, I'm going to just own it. And we're going to rock like that. And truth be told, guys like confidence. Oh, yes. um, no matter your size, somebody's going to like you. Um, it's really about how you carry yourself and how you feel about yourself. Honestly, weight is a more self-conscious thing than anything. Because like I said, no matter what size you are, somebody's going to like it. If it be regardless if it's extremely small, extremely large, or in between, that's somebody's type. So your insecurities are more so about you than how people feel about you. Oh, most definitely. But um, one thing that I do want to highlight about like body image and weight is a lot of times we hear people tell people to own their body types. But I want to focus on y'all being healthy with the body type that you have. Like, I'm not saying be out here. I'm not saying being big is a bad thing, but make sure you're healthy. Because I don't want you to get so wrapped up in, oh, I'm a big girl. I got to stay a big girl. Duh, 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 because they're, big girls are running the world right now, like Lizzo and all of them. But I just really want you girls to make sure that you're healthy, even if you are a big girl. You can be a big girl and still be healthy. Yeah, and you can be skinny and still be unhealthy. So, I mean, it works both ways i know a lot of skinny girls who are really out of shape and i know girls who are my size or bigger who can run faster run further lift more than some of these skinny girls out here so and i and i didn't i didn't think those two things went together but i've worked out with skinny girls before and i'd be like how am i outrunning you how am I outlifting you? Like, like I said, just because just because you're big or fat doesn't mean you're out of shape or unhealthy. And just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. Trust me. Trust. So I, I feel like on both spectrums, you need to make sure you're eating decently. You know, you're drinking your water. You're, you know, you're going to get regular checkups. Those are always, always needed. And just watch your health because I've had to tell people before, yes, I am big. However, I do not have high blood pressure. I do not have diabetes. Um, so you can back up off me <laughs> and let me do my thing. But yes, I know I'm big, but I'm also taking care of myself. Um, honestly, it's a lot of people who are smaller than me that can out eat me. And I used, to, I used to be like, oh my God, you just ate all this food. And I used to joke about it, but I really felt this way. Like, I eat one bag of chips, I gain two pounds. You just ate pizza, hot dogs, hamburger, and sausage, and it goes nowhere. Why is that? But it's all a, you know, a metabolism thing. People can't control how fast their metabolism are. I mean, you really have no control over that. But it got to the point with me where I was like, you know what? 
I saw a number on that scale that I had never seen before in my life. And I was like, oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I, and that day, I was like, you know what? Something is going to have to change. And it was, what's so crazy is the way I'm shaped, I didn't notice I was getting bigger. Because I had always had a smaller torso with wider hips so it didn't dawn on me i was getting bigger and then but baby i got on that scale and i was like you know what i don't like this number and i will change it but you gotta think coming from someone who has been bigger than the average girl since elementary school i was bigger height wise and weight-wise than the average girl from for as long as I can remember. I'm talking about seven or eight till now. And you never realize how much that bothers you until it comes to a point where, when you're, like, getting picked on. Because I didn't feel no type of way about my body until other people started pointing out things they didn't like about me. And at the time, I was very self-conscious. I took what uh, other people said to me very seriously. So I went from being a girl who didn't notice my weight at all to a girl who was fixated on how I looked. And like like Alika said, my parents didn't pick out my clothes, but I definitely wasn't wearing what everybody else was wearing. Um, I was very tomboyish. I wanted to play ball. So I wasn't wearing the tight jeans. I wasn't wearing the tight shirts. I was wearing loose jeans and sneakers with big T-shirts because I knew when it was time to go outside to recess or to gym, I came to play. <laughs> like, I didn't come to be one of them girls that sat on the bleachers being cute. I wanted to play ball. So, I don't know. Your your weight really, it can really make you or break you. And it, even if you know it or not, everybody is self-conscious about their weight at a certain age in their life. And then you have the other end of the spectrum where I've always been told that I had the potential to be big because I have family members that are big. Again, I was 95 pounds when I graduated high school. So why would you tell me that I'm going to be big? I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure I don't get big. And honestly, I want to say the biggest I've gotten was, what, 130? And I had a whole fit. Like, start started taking dieting pills and working out like super heavy and I, I see your face but like I was like I'm gonna be 120 because that's the average height for average weight for my height like I'm gonna stay 120 like that's what it is I'm gonna stay that I'm gonna make sure that I stay that and then I eat junk all the time so I work out as like a preventative measure like if I feel like oh I've been eating real bad let me go to the gym real quick I'm gonna do a couple couple days in the gym and I'll be fine and I can go back to eating junk but then when it was middle and high school like I had one guy tell me my pockets on my jeans was depressed because I ain't had no butt. 
It's not funny. It's not fu- I'm it's so not sorry for that because it is not funny. But it's funny. I'm so I'm so sorry. That I have never heard that in my life and like you used to tell other people that you like, look at her jeans. Her pockets depressed. She ain't got no butt. It ain't nothing in her pockets. And like I would put my phone in my back pocket. And he'd be like, Man, your phone gonna fall to the floor because ain't nothing to hold it up. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I used to laugh it off and then be so upset later. And be hurt. Feelings hurt. So hurt. Like, this one guy, like, that was my name. My name was Skinny Girl. Like, that is all he ever called me. Like, that's it. In hindsight, he was flirting with you, but anyway, continue. Yeah. Yeah. I said, probably. But, man, I got picked on a lot for being small. And now, I just want the people that picked on me for being small. Mm. Ooh, since since we're going there, all the people that call me big, baby, you right beside me. Just saying. Anyways, um, just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And what's crazy is I have been big my entire life, but I have also been an athlete my entire life. Um, I played softball from the time I was four until I entered college. I have played basketball from the time I was five to the time I entered college. Even in college, I played intramural basketball. Um, I have played soccer. I have been a cheerleader. I've played baseball. I played travel softball. I have played travel basketball. I am naturally an athlete. So just because I was bigger, I was still working out daily twice a day sometimes and it was like no matter how much I tried that weight would not that weight would not leave um, I remember being in high school I would get up in the morning and do a workout at home I would go to school then I would have basketball practice I would leave basketball practice and go to curves and then I would come home take a shower barely eat anything and go home and do it all over again and I still couldn't lose the weight. I was in ROTC. That was that was a sport in itself. I was in the band. I was on a flag team on the band. Those hot ass practices, that was a sport in its own. And it was like, I am in shape as I'll I'm in as much shape as I'll ever be in, and I still can't lose the weight. And see, I was the opposite. I would eat any and everything, like McDonald's three times a day, um, honey buns, snack cakes, and just eat them like it wasn't nothing. And I could never gain any weight. Like, everybody be like, oh, you need to gain some weight. I'm trying. I don't I don't know what y'all want me to do. I eat junk all the time. And I'm always eating and snacking. It's just, I can't. Like, Yeah, um, weight has always been a touchy subject for me. Mainly because... You get told at home you need to lose weight. You get told at school you need to lose weight. You get picked on at school because you're one of the bigger girls. It was like it was a never-ending downpour of negativity to behind my weight. And I was like, do y'all realize that I'm starving myself? Do y'all realize I am working out three times a day? Do y'all realize you're 
literally tearing me down mentally behind something at this point I can't control. Because if I'm already not eating and I'm working out, I don't know what else you want me to do. But I don't want to hear this at home. And I don't want to go to school and hear this. And then I don't want to hear it again once I'm home. Like, I don't want to continue to talk about my weight. I'm already self-conscious enough. I don't need people who are supposed to care about me continuing the negative talk. And I don't mean like people at home. I don't mean just like parents. I mean family. And one thing black families have a bad habit of doing, they constantly comment on your weight. Be it if you've lost too much weight or if you gain. Here go a prime example of family on Thanksgiving. Oh, Brittany. You sure are losing some weight. You sure you eating? Okay, boom. Now, if I walk in and I've gained weight, ooh, child, you sure your stomach sure is getting big? What? Hey, how are you? How are you doing today? I haven't seen you all year. Thanks for asking. Like, can we have a regular conversation before you just comment on my weight? Like, why? Why do black women especially feel like that's a greeting? Because ain't nobody ever told them it wasn't okay. Like, I'm not talking about your missing teeth. <laughs> I'm not talking about your nasty food. I'm not talking about your hair being messed up. Why is the first thing you say to me is regarding my weight? Like, I really want people to stop doing that because... Even though everybody isn't self-conscious about their weight, a lot of people are, be it big or skinny. So let's, as a community, let's get in the habit of leaving your comments to yourself about other people and their weight. Please. Please. Because I know a lot of skinny people who are trying to gain weight, and I know a lot of fat people who are trying to lose weight. It's really never a middle ground. And the average person, even when they get to their ideal weight, still don't like the way their body look. Um, I got married in 2018. I lost 60 pounds. And when I got to my ideal weight, I did not like the way it looked. I... Yeah, I purposely gained five pounds back because I didn't like the way it looked. To the point where I ordered a dress. That's another thing that kicked my ass. That lady told me what size dress she had to order me, and I was like, absolutely not. The first thing she said was size beautiful, and I said, I know I don't like the size already. (laughs) And And I looked at that size of that dress, and I said, Absolutely not. And that's when I got on my grind and I lost 60 pounds to the point where on my wedding day, my dress was sliding off because I had lost too much weight. And the lady told me she could not alter this dress anymore. 
my dress had been altered about five sizes down. But I wasn't confident enough in myself that I was going to lose the weight to buy a smaller size. So I bought the size that I was just in case I didn't lose the weight. And then I ended up losing 60 pounds. And on my wedding day, I was uncomfortable because my dress kept falling down because I had lost too much weight. So it was like, when, what do you say? I'm sorry. I said, your dress is really pretty. Though. Thank you. Thank you. But when do you get to the point where enough is enough? When, when do you get to the point where, you, where you're happy with your appearance? I think that's a really hard place to get to because even when you're happy, there's going to be somebody somewhere, whether it be family or friend, that's going to have something to say about it. Yes. And that one little voice is going to get back to the other voices that you had before. Yep. And then you're going to either try to gain back or lose more. So it's a really hard place to get to where you can tune out everybody else's voice and finally be like, okay, I'm happy with where I am. I don't really need or care for your opinion. So it just, it's going to be what it is. Yeah. It, um, for me personally, it got to a point with some of my family members where I just flat out said, I am fine with the way I look. I am fine with my weight. You should, you should be as well. (laughs) <laughs> and and it, it was it was just there for me because, like I said, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes. I don't have any health risk at this point. So how is my weight affecting you at all? Exactly. So, and like I said, um, honestly, at this point in my life, me and Miss Alika are like the number 10. I'm kind of round. And she's like, a stick. Well, I didn't want to say it, but she said it. And so we're kind of like, you know, like the number 10. And am I, can I say at this point in my life, I am super okay with my body? No, I'm not because I just had a baby not too long ago. And I'm still maneuvering this new body of mine. Not saying I'm all out of shape or nothing, but. Having a baby comes with its own set of mental issues. So, if you were somebody like me who already had issues with your self-image, having a baby is going to rock your world even more. Um, Because it gets to the point where, you know, your stomach has been stretched out for nine months. And I prided myself on the girl that had... Smallest waist, flat stomach, but big ass. So for me, for my stomach to grow really took a toll on my mental health. And I know that sounds so selfish, but for somebody who has always been self-conscious and I finally got my body to the point where I liked it, and then it was like, boom, pregnant. To watch my stomach grow fat, I was like, oh my gosh. What am I about to do? And that is not something somebody should have to worry about while they're trying to bring a baby into this world. So, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like, we could go on about this topic forever. I really had a battle with my own self-image. I still sometimes to this day have an 
issue with my own self-image. Honestly, a moment of transparency, like late middle school, early high school, I was one of the girls that would eat and go throw up what I ate. I was that girl for a little while. I don't even think really many people know that at all. <laughs> I I never really disclosed that with too many people because I didn't feel like being judged. But it came it became a point where I was tired of being fat. Um, so it was like desperate times called for desperate measures. And honestly, I want to blame some of the TV shows I used to watch. You remember um, True, Li- True Life? So that's what introduced me to that concept of trying to lose weight. Um, so MTV used to have a show called True Life. I'm bulimic or something. Something like that. And I watched this girl every time she ate. She would throw up to the point where, you know, they have the bins that you move with. She kept up being a throw up because she didn't want her family to know that she would throw up every time she ate. And I was like, I'm going to try that. Maybe finally I can lose some weight. Why did I feel like that's something I had to do? Because I had people from every area of my life telling me how fat I was so desperate times calls for desperate measures it would be times where I wouldn't eat all day long so hopefully I would lose I would wake up magically and uh, lose weight I remember being in middle school being like I wish I could just grab this roll on my stomach and cut it off with scissors. Like, what middle... Like, why is that a thought that I had that I wish I could cut the fat... Like, to this day, when somebody grabs my side, all the rush of emotions and insecurities come to the forefront. I don't think people realize how much body image truly, um, I don't want to say harms, but how much somebody's body image truly can encourage them or tear them down in the same breath. And it's so crazy that I would have almost killed for the body that you had then. Because to me, that was what was attractive. Like, your body type was, like, everything I've ever dreamed of. Like, and it is so crazy that it really is those two ends of the spectrum. Like, I would, I started, like, eating because I was bored. Like, I would eat because I was bored. I would eat when I was sad. Like, I would emotionally eat, emotionally eat. Anything to try to gain weight. Anything. And I just couldn't. But at the same time, there's somebody like down the street that wants the ability to just not gain anything when they eat the way I could. And I really think 
like we talked about a little bit earlier in this episode, that parents really have to be careful how they talk to their kids about their weight. So before we do in this episode, I know I've had parents ask me how to approach that conversation with their child, their teenager specifically. And being someone who's never, well, I can't say never struggled with weight, but never struggled with the losing weight aspect. How would you advise a parent to handle that conversation? Just from your experience. I would honestly tell them, you know, be mindful of how you are addressing your child. Mm-hmm. Be mindful of things that you say to your child because as a parent, your words hold a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. The moment you drop that negativity or that insecurity in your child's mind, they remember that. That leaves a lasting impression on their lives, no matter if you didn't mean it like that or, you know, you didn't, you didn't mean for it to come out that way. They will remember I even tell myself now, like, my son, he got a big belly like I like. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, mama's big boy. But then I catch myself. Or I'll be like, mama's fat man. And I catch myself because I refuse to put that negative image in my child's mind at such a young age. Or a period, ever, really. But I refuse to be the person that initiates that self-doubt or that negative self-image. I refuse. So, like I said, just be as a parent, be mindful of things you're speaking to your child. Oh, you eating another snack? Better watch out. You're going to be big as a house. That's not cute. Because all you're going to teach them is to either have a negative self-image or you're going to teach them to eat their snacks in hiding. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do. I would run to the kitchen, grab me a snack, run back to my room. Yep. Eat it, ball the paper up in a paper towel, and throw it in the trash. In the trash. Yep. Because I didn't want to hear nobody mouth about why I was eating again. Same. So, parents, please choose your words wisely because it is nothing worse than having everybody else have a negative image of you in your weight, in your body, and then coming home and getting it from that end too. Like home and your parents are supposed to be your safe spaces. Yes. So if you're not making your child's environment a safe place, that is not a healthy interaction. So just be mindful of the words and the way you describe your child. 
just yeah yeah <laughs> yeah All right, because I know we could go on this topic for an extended amount of time because we've both had so many different experiences with this topic of confidence and body image, specifically around weight. Do you have any other lasting words to give to the people before I give us our affirmation for this week? One thing I can honestly try to tell you guys, and I know this is a hard thing to do, I am still self-conscious to this day about my weight to the point where I refuse to wear shorts because I hate my legs. And it's so funny because I posted a picture of myself with my legs out and people was like, yes, leg! Yes! (laughs) And I was like, I actually hate my legs, (laughs) but... Honestly, try your best to speak positivity over yourself. Yes. Even if you have to write affirmations in your mirror. It was a point where I would write, yes, girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would have to write things to motivate me to love my, my body. And honestly, it's still... Something I work on daily. But try your best to uplift yourself, even if everybody else is negative around you about your weight. Do what feels good and do what looks good for you. If you feel like you look good in that outfit, own it. Don't let nobody tell you you don't. If you feel like you look good with your weight, own it. And don't nobody don't let nobody tell you that you don't. And that's what I have to say. (laughs) All right. So with that being said, one of our affirmations for tonight is I embrace my type of beautiful. You what? I embrace my type of beautiful. I love it. Yes. And then I got one more. And it is, I am not defined by a number on a scale. Woo! One more time for the people in the bed. I am not defined by a number on a scale. That's a good one. Um, That is, when I was losing weight, that was something I lived by. Because it is nothing worse than getting up in the morning, expecting to lose two pounds, and you have stayed the same. It was to the point where people was like, throw your scale away. <laughs> so, yes. do Please do not let the scale define you because the scale can't tell you that you are intelligent. The scale cannot tell you that you are beautiful. The scale cannot tell you that you are a heartthrob. The scale cannot tell you that you are a hard worker. Do not let that scale define you as a person. You are somebody outside of those numbers on that scale. And that's just that on that. Period. All right, ladies, we would like to thank you for listening to this episode of Not Your Average Girl Talk podcast. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends and other people you feel like could benefit from 
the experience experiences of Coach B and myself. And with all that said, y'all have a good time. Bye. Bye.